All right, and if Susan uh, would come forward and go ahead and read the, uh, the lesson that I skipped over uh, while the kids are getting their picture and uh, getting settled for the puppet show, that'd be great. be reading from Isaiah 41 through 11 for lesson one today. Comfort, yes, comfort my people, says your God. Speak comfort to Jerusalem and cry out to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley should be exalted, and every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight, and the rough places smooth. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. The voice said, Cry out, and he said, What shall I cry? All flesh is grass and all its loveliness is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, because the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. O Zion, you who bring good tidings, get up into the high mountain. O Jerusalem, you who bring good tidings, lift up your voice with strength. Lift it up, be not afraid. Say to the cities of Judea, Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God shall come with a strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs with his arm, and carry them in his bosom, and gently lead those who are with young. kids I heard you singing and you sounded fabulous I hope you do that again sometime you just sounded oh hi Wes how are you did you hear the children yes I did and they sounded extremely good weren't they fabulous I thought they were wonderful oh hey Mr. Campbell I've got a question oh good I don't have many humans to talk to me and well I'm happy to answer whatever question you may have what what is your question what does joy mean We've been getting Christmas cards, and several of them have joy written, written in them. Well, uh, sometimes we think it's the same thing as happiness, and sometimes we think it's excitement, but I think joy, I think joy is a lot more than that, don't you think? Have you, have you felt joy? Well, now let me think. Hmm, hmm. Uh, I don't know if this is right, but I felt joy when my basketball team won the last three seconds of the game. I was so excited. You, that's a great feeling, but I don't think it's actually joy like it, the Christmas cards mean. Well, how about this? I feel joy, <clears throat> I feel joy when my mom tucks me in and kisses me and tells me goodnight. Is that joy? Well, I think that's pretty close to it. Uh, all the Christmas cards that say joy remind me that God is with us and he provides for us and especially God loves us. You know, he sent Jesus here because he loved us. I feel good when my Sunday school talks about Jesus loving us. Maybe I should say, I feel joy instead of just saying, I feel good. Well, I think that's right. What you said, children, do you agree? Do you think that's right? Children, you do? Well, I think the children are onto something there. Uh, when I see a tiny baby smiling, you know, like little baby Emma, uh, I, th I think about uh, holding her and, and what a sweet child and how much joy. And then I see a beautiful sunset and I feel, oh, I feel joy. And, and I see a beautiful 
neighborhood with beautiful uh, lights and I feel joy and I feel joy when I see snow even though it's a little inconvenient. We all know that God never stops loving us, <coughs> not ever. And that gives me a lot of joy. I want to say a prayer about this one. Oh, okay. Okay, boys and girls, bow your heads. Bow your heads and close your eyes. We're going to talk to Jesus. Everybody bow your head. We're going to talk to Jesus. Dear God, thank you for loving us and taking care of us. Thanks most all for Jesus, our forever friend. That's something to feel joy about. Amen. Amen. That was a wonderful prayer, uh, Wes. Okay, kids, you have a great Christmas filled with joy and cookies. And Miss Joy, Miss, Miss Julie has something for you as well. Bye. Don't go yet. Don't go yet. I've got treats. The second reading is from Isaiah 11, 1 through 10. Thou shalt come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit 
of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delight is in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his loins, and faithfulness the belt of his waist. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the young goat, the calf and the young lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young ones shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play by the cobra's hole, and the weaned child should put his hand in the viper's den. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain. For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And in that day there shall be a root of Jesse who shall stand as a banner to the people. For the Gentiles shall seek him and his resting place shall be glorious. After I lead us in prayer in a few moments, I would invite you to join with me in praying our Lord's Prayer. I'll lift up to you a few immediate needs uh, that we can be praying for. And one of those, of course, is our prayer focus for the week we have printed in the bulletin. And that is families that are missing loved ones this time of the year. Also, uh, Jean Kimmel is in the hospital and has been through the weekend and 
is going to have surgery tomorrow, a pacemaker to be put in. I understand. Let's pray for Jean. Also, Clara Brown has pneumonia. She's at home, and uh, her kids and grandkids are checking on her regularly. Uh, she seems uh, to be okay, but let's remember Clara. Also, Byron White is uh, in palliative care at the VA hospital in Salisbury. We'll pray for him as well. Well, bow your heads with me, please, and I will lead us. Almighty God, thank you for today, for this Sabbath in which we gather to worship in the name of the one that you have sent into the world to show us how to live in love. Your Son, Jesus, we gather and we sing praises towards the glorious event of his birth so many millennia ago in which we still gather this time of the year to celebrate today. All that you have shown to us about yourself and revealed all that you have done for us in your love helps us within to sing a song in our hearts of praise to you and to live a life that glorifies you. God, thank you for all that has come together here in this place today of planning and preparation, of practice and of song. We pray, God, that you would be glorified in all that is said and done and ring in our ears as we leave this place to help us go out and live in a way that is befitting of this season. Lord, thank you for... for these sacred songs that we sing today and these scriptures that we hold dear, help them to soak in and marinate within our souls and help us to not be as the world calls us to be in busyness and in the excitement of just the season of this year, but to truly tap into the deep places of our hearts and souls that you call us to love you most. These things we ask in Jesus' name, and we join together in praying now the prayer He taught His disciples, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We'll ask our ushers to prepare and get ready to come and wait upon us. Um, I want to say thank you to all of you that uh, tuned in last week on Facebook Live to hear the sermon and the message. I'm wearing my snow tie today. Uh, as a statement that that was plenty enough snow for us for this season. Uh, sorry we were not able to have service here, uh, but thank you for being a part of that uh, online as you were able to. Let's remember that our giving and support of the church uh, continues to be a need in the church this time of the year. Uh, so please, if you would, um, though you were absent, continue to support your church with your tithes and offerings. Ushers?
Lesson three is a reading from Isaiah 9, 2 through 7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. You have multiplied the nation and increased its joy. They rejoice before you according to the joy of harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you have broken the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian. For every warrior's sandal from the noisy battle and the garments rolled in blood will be used for burning and to fuel the fire. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice, from that time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord will accomplish this.
Matthew 1, 18 to 25. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being just a man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name Jesus.
Our fifth lesson comes from John 1, 1 through 18. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness of the light that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light, but was sent to bear witness to the light. The true light, which gives light to every man, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own people, and his own did not receive him. Yet as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believed in his name. Children who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but born of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness of him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I spoke. He who comes after me has surpassed me, for he was before me. And out of his fullness we have all received grace for grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth come through Jesus Christ. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, who is in close relationship to the Father, he has made him known. Yeah. 
Our sixth lesson, Luke 1, 26 through 38. Now in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and considered what manner of greeting was this. Then the angel said to Mary, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also, the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her.
Lesson 7 comes from Luke 2, 1 through 20. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, every one to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them at the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be your sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there with the angel was a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was with the angels when they had gone away into the heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary, Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told.
And if you would stand with me, please. And uh, let us thank our choir and the musicians, Lucas directing, Susan reading for our program today. It's been a blessing to us all, no doubt. And now as we uh, prepare to part, may what we have heard with our ears stay within our minds, and may what we have sung with our lips be upon our tongues, and may the joy of the Lord, which was brought to all of us that first Christmas, be in all that we are, in all that we do, in all that we say in the days to come. Amen. <laughs> 